The Anton Savage Show Saturday with Nifty Business on News Talk. Yeah, get your homework done quick. It's time to go back to school. Uh, Mary McAvoy is with us, as is Isabel Mann, as is Alan Stanford, as is Geraldine Plunkett, um, otherwise known as Biddy, Michelle, George and Mary McDermott Moran, if I have the order of everybody. Very else. good. Did I get it all right? I think it'll yes, be good. Yes, you have. <laughs> and guys, if you want to throw on the headphones, by the way, you'll be able to hear oh, yeah, uh, Alan and Geraldine because Isabel and Mary are with us in person and Alan and... Uh, uh, Geraldine are on the phone. The reason they are all here is because it is 40 years since that theme tune started and Glenn Rowe came on the telly. And I didn't realise it, but you have just said it. Your fella played on the theme tune. He did. Did he? He did. And we weren't together at the time, but he did. Was it his playing on the theme tune that caused you to... It was a particularly that he... good bass line, I think. But anyway, <laughs> no, 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 no. So did you have a, success, a sense at the time that it was going to have the kind of impact that it went on to have? Well, now Mary started, I started at the end of the second season. Um, but there was a sense already that it was, um, it was just becoming part of life. And people, you know, it was like people were talking about the characters like they were friends, not just like that they were characters on TV. And I think that's what happens when you make that transition, that people have a relationship with the characters. I think that, that makes a difference. What was that like for ye when you were out and about in public? Did you get mobbed? Yeah, I, I didn't like it at all. Uh, no, no. Is that not why you get into acting? Is Absolutely it not to have people not. for the adulation? No, no, seriously, when we when Glen Rose started, there was no celebrity culture. There was no celebrity magazines. There was nothing. We were just actors doing a gig. You know what I mean? And we didn't have that perception of fame. And it was horrible. <laughs> Um, because I remember once we were, myself and Isabel yeah. were down at a little restaurant in the Paris Court Townhouse Centre and there was a gang of school kids, which anytime we saw school kids, you just go, oh, God, help us. They got off the leash from their teachers and we were literally... We were mobbed. I remember once being trapped in Kilkenny, I think, in a yeah. supermarket, <laughs> literally jammed in a, in a, in a you know, what you would call a cash desk. Now, hang on for a minute. When they did mob you, did they mob you to ask you about you, the actor, or did they treat you as if you were the character? Oh, or? the character. Was well, it? Well, mostly, mostly the character. But, but the other side of it was, now I have to say, the other side of it was that people treated you like family, which was really, really gorgeous. And you're right, Mary, I think I do remember that. Except that, when you're trying to get into the pink elephant, the doormen, you, they did not. This was a nightclub in Dublin. That had a very strict door policy, and people from Glen Road didn't get in. I we can were, tell you that for we were now. Naff. That was what was wrong. We were, we were. Well, and let me just do a straw poll because maybe it was just Biddy that they didn't like. Geraldine, were you allowed into the pink elephant? <laughs> I was so busy rearing my young family <laughs> that pink elephant is. But actually, on the other side. Um, yes, we all were recognised, but actually, to be perfectly truthful, it never bo- it it, it, did, it didn't bother me at all being recognised or not recognised because I actually didn't think about it at all. Uh, you know, when I was out, um, now it, sometimes people would shout something um, across the street from you. Well, actually, there was a quite a funny incident. <laughs> My husband and I donkeys years ago were in a pub, a place where we weren't usually, and it was quite full, and the only seats were little stools in the middle, you know, in the middle of the room. of And uh, this woman who was, well, two sh- three shoots to the wind, um, said something or other to her bunch of friends. And they all stared at me. 
and they all whispered. And then she came over and she leaned on my husband's shoulder and she said, you're, you're, you're. And I said, yes, yes, I am. I'm in Glenroe. And she roared out, yes, I was right. I told you. <laughs> and the whole pub stared at me. Well, that, was, that was kind of like a bit like a goldfish in a bowl. But apart from those kind of incidents, it didn't bother me at all. And generally, as Isabel said, people were nice, you know. And, and were friendly. they, what did they want of you? Was it to talk about the plot lines? Was it a sort of touching of the hem of there's a person that I see off the telly? Um, Sort of sometimes about the plot lines and what you were going to do, but sometimes they'd say, what's it like to be on telly? And they kind of thought you were something different, mm. you know. And um, I, I was all, always, almost always called Mary, which of course is Mary McAvoy's name, but my name was Mary Honest, you know. So they sometimes, there was one woman once said to me, she said, you're... She said, you're um, Mary McAvoy. I said, I'm not actually. She said, well, you're the image of her. <laughs> well, that's funny. I, I saw a clip of... I just, I, I couldn't, be, I knew exactly what she meant, but I just didn't bother. I, I saw a clip of, of Michael Fassbender being interviewed saying that he gets mistaken regularly for Ewan McGregor, fought it at the outset, but oh. now just signs Ewan McGregor on autographs if that's what people want. Now, oh. this level of approachability, did, did it matter? And Alan, you might have an answer to this. Alan Stanford, of course, who who played George, did the fact that you were in, in character as well as uh, beyond, the fact that you were British and a bit posh, did that make uh, people wary of you? Well, I, actually, let me correct you, because Wesley wrote an episode uh, concerning George's nationality. Um, George was not British. George was West Brit. Oh, well, I apologise uh, greatly to George and to you as the representative yeah. of George. And uh, we, we uh, George, uh, Wesley wrote an episode, because it, it actually concerned him, where George and um, uh, Father Devereaux met at the, the, the garage filling their respective vehicles with petrol. And um, it, was, it was actually quite an important episode, I think, in, in, in the structure of Glenroe. Um, it was all about new housing and new people coming into the village. And Father Devereux saying, uh, so we're all blow-ins here, George, he being from Cork. And George responded, I don't know about you, Padre, but my family's been in this village for over 300 years. <laughs> um, it was a, a misconception about, about George. It was very difficult to, to, to play against it because of the way George spoke, but... George was was Westbridge. George was as Irish as anybody else, uh, but just from a shall we say um, a, a slightly different background. But that was that was the point about the series that I loved was that it wasn't uh, Wesley had had been involved in two series before that, the Reardon's and Bracken, which were definitely rural series. But the whole beauty of Glenroe and what I think made, uh, as others were saying, what made it important in the hearts of the of the audience was that they recognized that it was a series not about rural ireland not about urban ireland but about the gradual growing together of the two that that uh, he had his finger on the pulse of, well, can of I ask, how rural Ireland was changing. Where you talk about the, the the importance of the significance of it I remember reading one somebody saying that if in in cinema actors were easier to be stars because they were on a big screen and gigantic in front of the audience and TV kind of yep. minimised people. In the same way in terms of the production, because Glen Rowe was owned by everybody, it was in everybody's sitting room, did that sort yep. of devalue it 
by comparison? No, I think I think on the contrary, it's it's a different kind of medium, and people often confuse television with cinema. It's not the same thing. You go to the movies. TV comes to you, and that was the important point. Um, I that that I think Geraldine was the one who said it that we were, were in people's living rooms every Sunday. It became a ritual. It was uh, it, it, they they owned us in the sense that we that, and they were familiar with us because we were in their room every week, um, and that's true of any TV series. TV is, I don't like the word stardom, but to become popular on television means that your popularity is on the basis, is based on the fact that you are part of that family that's watching. Well, I should go back and remind you, it is 40 years since the, the Denro series originally started. Isabel, do mm. you miss it and do you regret the fact that it was taken off? Do you understand the fact that it was taken off? Yes, I do, because I remember um, at the time um, there was a lot of, I was kind of there at the meeting, we were called in and we were told. And, and I remember thinking, hmm, they're either going to have to make a decision here. They're either going to have to invest in, because it was, the very last line of it was, um, I think it was Stephen, the character Stephen played by the late Bobby Carrickford, saying, sure, it's all dot com now. And it was literally that, that moment, you know, it was that the sort of the big tech you know, jump at that time. And I think they were going to have to invest in it becoming a different type of series because everything was new. Old Ireland was gone. There was a big delineation. And then, of course, after the Celtic Tiger, that all kind of was kind of shown as a bit of a paper tiger. But at the time, they weren't going to make that investment. They, I, I think there had to be that, 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 that will there to make a decision. Although it feels it. like they missed a trick. I they think did. they did. Of course they did, hugely. They dropped the ball. I can say this because I wasn't in it when it, when it ended, so I'm not, you know... I, you had no dog in the fight at the time. I had no dog in the fight at the time, but I was devastated when it was taken off. I thought it was the wrong decision. They have never replaced it, no matter what they tried to, to. It's still in people's hearts. And it's not, I don't think, our, you see, the thing is, I think the urban mind in terms of RTE and what they think don't realise that rural Ireland has changed, but it hasn't changed that much. You know, they, they, it's it's quite extraordinary how people don't realise that rural Ireland is still, you know, uh, 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 there's farming communities. There's OK. But does that mean that you thought that even at the time it was slightly unloved by Montrose? Oh, yeah, sure. Mick Lally was, went on on, on, on um, uh, record as saying we were a show that survived by accident. <laughs> huh? Yeah. We yeah. were only supposed to be a stopgap between uh, Bracken and the, the what became Fair City, but they were they were stymied by the popularity of it. Yeah, we were we were too expensive. That was part of it, I think. I don't think we were that. I mean, I think nowadays the language of it all... Fair City isn't that cheap. We see during the week that Fair City being reduced. Mean to three episodes, yeah. Any prospect do you think of it ever coming back? I'd love it to come back. Isabel is a, is a scriptwriter script now and a, and a playwright and a book writer and everything else. <laughs> I think she's missing a trick, not, you know, getting well, it back up again. But I mean, there was, I mean, there was something about Wesley being an outsider that he managed to span the divide. He managed to look at the characters. This is the writer. And Wesley Burroughs. Wesley yeah. Burroughs, the, one of the greatest soap writers in Europe that ever lived or whatever. But I, I, I think... I. 
Yes, I think it should come back. I think it's been missed. I think there's a great nostalgia for it. We've, 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 you know, our bubble has been burst in terms of notions, and I think there is a great nostalgia. <laughs> I agree. In She's terms right. of, in terms of a genuine love, and there would be other, you know, there'd be all all our immigrants and all our nationals. But there's there was a love in Glenrow, and there was a love in the cast. Yeah. Well, let me, let me get the, the view set. of Geraldine just and and Alan as a final round out on that because there has been a there's a long legacy now of nostalgia being hugely successful. Whether it is the Beatles using AI to bring John Lennon back, whether it is Westlife out touring and making a fortune of it. Geraldine, what, what's your thinking? Are you clamouring for a return of Glen Rowe? Well, uh, I do know that <clears throat> I've, been, I've been touring quite a lot this year all around the country. I was with, with, with the Abbey and um, I was constantly stopped. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm actually quite amazed that I'm still recognised because after all, it is so long since it finished and people stop and say, hello, Mary. And the number of people that said, why did they take it off? Yes. It yeah. was great. You know, this happens all the time. And I think that if it was, I actually don't see why it couldn't be repeated. They repeat old things. Well, this things. is it. There's now a broadcast. They have to pay us, Yeah. What? Well, I, they have Mary to pay says she'd Jeremy. have to pay you. Hang on, let me give the final word to Alan then. What, what's your thinking, Alan? Would you, would you have any interest in making a return? Well, I would have to be rather like Bobby Ewing because I got, I, 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 purposely got myself killed off about two years before it ended. Um, How do you purposely get yourself killed as a character? Going strong. But, um, yes, nostalgically, I'd love to see it come back. It would not be the same because there are very few of us left who who, who were in it. So it would have to be um, something new. But I think the concept of Glen Rose should come back. And I agree with Geraldine. Why not repeat it? Uh, it'd be a great way to get... Well, as, uh, as Mary pointed out, that the, the payments they'd have to send to all of you for the repeats. Mary, the, you, you, I cut across you. You wanted to say something else there. Oh, sure, Jamie. I, I'm so old. I forgot <laughs> what I was going to say. No, I think, I think it could be like uh, Mary and Dick have a guest house and Michelle is managing the bar in the guest house. That'd and be chaos. All, I can guarantee but look, that. That would be fun. It, and then yeah. you could have and then... And, and, oh, yes, that's what I was going to say. If you can bring back um, uh, uh, John Lennon, we can bring back George and Biddy like there's no problem like That's there you go <laughs> fascinating and, and slightly terrifying prospect we, we never know I, I take exception to that <laughs> uh. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys, for coming on. Uh, that is, of course, um, our. Sorry, I, I, I don't want to be careful that I don't give you character names, but that I actually give you your actual names: Mary McAvoy, Isabel Mahan, Alan Stanford, and Geraldine Plunkett, otherwise known as uh, Mary, George, Michelle, and Biddy. The Anton Savage Show Saturday with Nifty Business Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.